the worst moments of our life. Hey, girl. Hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. How bad can I be? And we feel the pain is best or funny. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. I'm, I'm your, your host, host, Christine Lakin. I'm your host, Ala. You can't even say my name right. Moonves. No, you can't. <laughs> it's a la. It's a la. But I was talking to someone yesterday that kept calling you Ala. Well, and I wanted sister, to correct them. By the way, my sister and my brother call me Ala. Ala. Yeah, because growing up, no one could ever say my name correctly, so the teachers would always call me Allah. Like God. No, God is Allah. Oh, okay. So, But they would call me Allah. So my sister to this day and my brother to this day say Allah. It's a laugh. It's like a laugh. Aladdin. Like Aladdin without the din. Yeah. Um. Okay. Have you always been Christine? Yeah, I've always been Christine. <laughs> Although people tend to call me Christina a lot. Which bucks the shit out of me. I hate that. I hate when people are like, uh, Christina? Christina? No. That's the like, Christine is the, is the classic. Christina is the derivative, the abbreviation, the nickname. I don't know. I just, I don't know why no one can get it right. Christina's not a nickname. It's Christina? Yeah. I feel like Christina is sort of like the, no, uh, Christina people, is a great name. No, but people name that, their but people, I, children Christina. Name. They don't say, you're Christine, but we're going to, as a nickname, we're calling you Christina. Well, okay. But I mean, like, I was like, uh, huh? Huh? I feel Christina like it's, but I, I'm nickname. saying, I feel like it's the. It's, Chris is a nickname. Yeah. Chris, I have a couple of people. I have a couple of friends who call me Chris. Yeah. I'm surprised people don't call you Kristen. Oh, no. But people do call me a lot by my last name, Lakin. Well, yeah. Everyone calls you Lakin. Everyone calls me Lakin. Well, you had that web series called Love and Lakin. Right. But then I, you know, my sister-in-law was like, why don't you name your child Lakin? That's a really cool I name. I told you that. We talked about this. Yeah, but the problem is that, that would, I feel like it would have been a little weird since people call me Lakin. It's just like, oh, your son's no Lakin, one, it, Lakin. No one it's really weird. cares that much that you would, they, would, they wouldn't go, oh, that's weird. They'd be like, oh, that's a cool name. Uh, all right. Well, we went with the name that you hate. So It's anyway. not that I hate it. It just, for me, it doesn't fit him yet. You don't, he's nine weeks old. What does fit him? Nothing. He's like a marsupial. His name is Baylor. Baylor. It's so. <laughs> I don't what? Know. What is it? So? I don't know. I got to figure out a good name for him. Okay. You've renamed my dogs. You're not going to rename right. my child. Her dogs. What are their dogs' names? They're, my they're... dogs' names are Cody and Zoe, and you want to call them I call Sherman, one of Sherman and, and Foster. Foster. <laughs> because one of them was a foster. She was a. She was fostering the dog, so I just called called her Foster and Sherman because he doesn't look like a a Cody. No, <laughs> so weird. Cody's are like Rhodesian Ridgebacks, huh? You know that that that's a Cody. This is like Sherman. Cody's like Benji to me. Cody's like a mutt, which is no, what he is. no, no. I when I lived with Donnie Jeffcoat, do you remember Donnie Jeffcoat? I remember Donnie Jeffcoat. He had a Rhodesian Ridgeback named Cody. Well, okay, that's then okay. Oh, right. But that's and, a, and I gave mind. Donnie the the nickname Cobbler because one time I was walking past my room and Donnie was in my room like hammering my heel back on my shoe because <laughs> the dog had eaten all my shoes. And no. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? And so everyone was laughing. I was like, what are you, a fucking cobbler? You're going to have to buy me shoes. <laughs> <laughs> we should get Donnie Jeffcoat on this. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
I remember when an old, yeah, one of my oldest friends like broke up with her boyfriend and then she and Donnie dated for like a half a second. Oh my God. He was like, he would go deer hunting and he was in our acting class too, wasn't he? He was in our acting class and I lived with him. Deer hunting. Yeah. He'd, he'd go deer hunting wherever his family's from or whatever. And we'd have a whole freezer. I'm not kidding. Oh yeah. Of all the deer meat. Right. And then he would make this like mushroom tea that fermented. He was like, and he would have um, like LSD tea. I don't know. Tea? It was some druggy tea. And then <laughs> I would, and then um, he would have those dream catchers all over his room. Okay, yeah. Like he was like peyote guy. Oh like yeah, he was sure. like totally like Indian peyote like, out. Yeah, he's teaching karate now. I heard he's yeah. a dojo. He's a dojo. He has a do- he has a dojo. Dojo. Um, okay, so hold get- on. What? I want to introduce our, uh, our oh, guest. Yeah. Yeah, please. So I've known him for you, I think you might have known him longer than I have. I don't know. Have we? I don't know. <laughs> he's, I'm not letting him speak. Talking. I'm not letting him speak until I introduce him. <laughs> so he's I mean, you're a 90s kind of star, yeah? You were on 7th Heaven. Yep. It's like six degrees of Beverly Mitchell. <laughs> well, Pretty how, much. What years were you on your show? Uh, step by step was ninety one to ninety seven. Okay. So that, that sorry, ninety one to ninety eight. And then Seventh Heaven kind of started just sort around ninety six, right? Kinda yeah. Picked up where that left off. Yeah, there was a little bit of overlap. Yeah. So his name is Adam Lavagne. Is Lavagne? 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 It's just a weird spelling. Silent J. <laughs> It's Italian. Is it Italian? It yeah. sounds so French. Although I've met your parents, I've hung out with your parents, yeah. and they're as Italian <laughs> as they get. Yeah. His mother, well, San- my- his mom, Sandy. Did she give you a meatball when she met you? No, my mom is a towhead. Oh, shut up. My mom is. Oh, yeah, she's blonde. Blonde. Her maiden name is Schnepf. Yes. But my dad's and it, full Italian. And they're in the educational system, yeah? Yeah, my dad was a principal, and my mom was a teacher, and now they both are professors at a college. In right. Maine. Wow. But- can drink well yeah. <laughs> like you i mean i've had a few bottles of wine with them yeah well yeah. so much fun oh my gosh so Your much parents fun. should get to know my parents which yes um it adam also did our live show years and years ago which so he's pissed off about now you're oh, why are whole, you pissed off about because that? he still wants the footage thing. and oh, we can't footage. find the footage because the footage is on the hard drives yeah but we have uh, we have boxes of hard drives <laughs> I've asked him so many times. Lynn has asked him a million times because I went off on that thing. Like I was even, I, I was talking. I'm like, I can't believe I'm saying this. I know, stuff. but to, to be honest with you, Adam, it wasn't like, it wasn't, if it was something I felt like you needed to have yeah. to showcase yourself, I would have like, no, given it I just to wanted to look at it just for myself. Cause you do something like that. I never did stand up before. That right. was pretty cool. It's, it's, it's as close it's to stand up as you can get because it's storytelling. Yeah. And it's, there's humor. And you can't see the audience, which I liked. I thought I was going to see everyone, but that light. Oh yeah, now we, right we, we spotlight you. So when you auditioned for Seventh Heaven, was it for a regular or was it for a recurring? Come on, bro. I had an audition. You got, got offered? Yeah. I didn't know you were an offerer kind of guy. Yeah. I wasn't my, my agents dropped me at CA well no, well it was a mutual thing. Uh because they didn't want me to uh they didn't want me to do it. Why? Because I had a Miramax film coming out. I had just done Law and Order. I just done some other film, and they didn't want me to do the show. So, what films were they? It was a fucked up situation. Sorry, what's that? So the film, the films, 
obviously they saw you in the film or they well, knew. No, 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 no. So Beale, Jessica Beale. Yeah. We did a movie together in 98 mm-hmm. and I was in boarding school at the time. I was a junior. So mm-hmm. I got to leave an all boys boarding school and go do a movie with her, uh, which was fun. And uh, so we started dating on that film. And then. What was the movie? I'll be home for Christmas. Oh, which right. is which is on like just starts because you know oh great Christmas residual time residual residual check hello health insurance mm-hmm. um so uh yeah uh, we did the film together we started dating and then I went to boarding school back to boarding school and then I went to Boston College the next year and she was still on the show and she I guess they went to her and said do you have any people that would be interested you know that you're interested in to play your boyfriend in the show next year because we're gonna write in you know a character for you as a boyfriend. And she was like, well, my boyfriend, and they were like, well, do you think that he'll do it? And she's like, well, let me ask him. So she called me up and she's like, do you want to do the show? And I said, well, I'm not, I'm not Boston college. It's not like it's, you know, some Mickey mouse school, you know, they said they would work with me, but can you handle that load? Will they be able to like get a tutor for me? You know, I had to stay in school and I was like, you know, it's Boston college. It's not. And it shoots in LA and it shoots in LA. Right. So, so she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll take care of it. They'll get you, you know, the co- like, the, you know, college level tutor, that works with this person. I said, okay, we'll give you like, you know, offer me like seventeen five an episode. Jesus, we're talking money. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Seventeen five. I don't give a shit. Seventeen five for like eight episodes. We'll pick you up Boston college. There was a, you know, talent car that come pick me up, fly me first class to here. I would work on it. And I was playing hockey at the time. So I went to the coach at BC and I said, and BC is like playing basketball at, you know, UConn or football at Alabama. It's big time. hockey. Right. And so the coach said to me, he's like, look, you're not getting paid to play hockey here, you know? Right. Go take the money now and, you know, go, go, go do your thing. So they work with me and, uh, yeah, so they, uh, so they offered to me, I did it, but to get back to what I was saying about like my agents at CAA at the time, and I, I, in retrospect, should have listened to them. They didn't want me to do it. And, uh, I said, I, I said to Jesse, I'll do it. And then she came back to me the next day and she said, what happened? She said that you, uh, you negged the deal. And I said, what do you mean? I told my manager to make it happen. And she goes, well, your agents said that it was a no go. And so I was like, all right. I'm like, how many times has this happened? I've heard this exact story so many times. CAA, you're great. I love you, but fuck off. Like don't, and then like maybe it was lost in translation. Maybe they talked to my parents. I was in school. Maybe I didn't hear about it, but I took it as you made the decision for me when at the time I didn't give a shit about the show. I just wanted to be with Jesse and you're going to pay me a hundred grand. Come on. So you did the show just for Jesse and for the hundred grand. Okay. I was going to say, <laughs> I mean, you're, you know, you were, so a did you move out? But like I was there, did you have, and you're, when you're 18 and in love, if someone says, right. Hey, here's a hundred grand to go, you know, do your thing with your, you know, 18 year old girlfriend. And Jessica Beals, I mean, she's no, yeah. she's, she's a gorgeous she's a yeah. former model and you know, right. Yeah. Yeah. So then you lasted how many seasons? I lasted how many seasons? Was it supposed to be just for the one season? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, okay, this is good. Go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be eight episodes. And so I did it. And then Jesse wound up doing this gear photo shoot. I remember and, that shoot. Yeah, Very controversial. That? Yeah, and it was, I can't think of the guy's name, but it was Bob Guccione, who was Penthouse's... Photographer? Uh, editor? No, oh, he editor? was like the Larry Flint of uh, oh, right. uh, Penthouse. Okay. And it was his son who had it. And so we, I went with her and, and anyway, she shot it at the, uh, what's it's knocked down there? It's where RFK was killed. Is it the ambassador? Yes. 
The ambassador, right? The ambassador. I don't remember. Hotel. I mean, they they took her dad and I on a tour and showed us like, oh, here's where RFK got shot. This is not the whole time like she's up there being coaxed to like take her top off and you know do pictures and stuff. Typical of like LA greaseball shit. So anyway, so so she got them to break her contract so she could leave and go back to school. She didn't get into BC. She got into Tufts, uh, which is just as good a school as B, uh, as BC. And we were like right across town. So it was like, oh great, we're finally gonna be able to be on the same coast together. I'm with my girlfriend. She's in college. I'm in college. Everything is going to plan. Like right. this is you know we we, we we weren't looking to be famous actors. Like if anything, at that point you were like back then it was like you shied away from it. It's not like now where you you know. You need to have like a billion Instagram followers and stuff. Which but you're cool. also teenagers, so yeah. you really don't know. Yeah. But like but like we would do a photo shoot together and they would just say like, you know, just say you're not together. So we would do a a, a photo shoot and do an interview and you know, of course you're together, but like the interviewer would be like, So are you guys together? And it's like, No, we're just you know, we're really good friends. Right. And it's like you know Because they wanted you to be like well, at, at open that, and available. At that time also it's like yeah. you have at that time it's Teen beat. Yeah. It's like there's no social media. Nothing. There's no like right. zero. Know, so that's, zero. Yeah. That's your press. Zero. Nothing. So anyway, so and I don't know what the motivation <laughs> was behind it, but when I started my sophomore year, she started her freshman year and about maybe a week or two in, now maybe like the second weekend, I rented, I got this big place on Com Ave these French doors and these huge windows. And I was a college kid, you know, and I had a couple of the roommates and they were like in the shitty rooms in the back, but it was cool. Like I, you know, I was ready to do my sophomore year and she was there. And then they called me about, like I said, two weeks in and they said, listen, you know, we, we, we want to bring you back as a series regular and you know, we want to bump up the pay and you know, what do you think? And looking back on it, I shouldn't have done it, but I took the but money. Why? Well, I look back at it now and I wonder if any of it was to kind of get back at her, you know, to say, Oh, you want to leave the show? Okay, we'll take your boyfriend. I don't know. Oh, you thought they hired you because she wanted to leave the show? I mean, I think kind of fucked up like that, but I mean So wait, because I didn't watch the latter seasons of Seventh Seventh Heaven. Yeah. So she was off the show, but you were on the show? We swip swapped. So who do, who who are you? What well, was she did the gear photo shoot, and it was really controversial. She was eighteen, best selling gear of all time. Yeah, it was super sexy. Flew off and the think about really, the magazines nowadays. Yeah. Think about a magazine. Right, yeah. right, right, like, right, right, ancient. right. And I th- I believe it. Tell me if I'm right. It it rubbed a lot of the producers in the wrong way because it oh, was yeah. this wholesome family show, and here she is being like this super sexy woman, and they were like they were pissed. They made her famous. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, in a way, everyone understands, look, let's beat around, not beat around the bush. Like, you don't bite the hand that feeds you. And, you know, if you piss off the hand that feeds you, expect them to... Isn't it crazy? Because if that, if this was to happen, if this show were to happen right now and that were to happen, they wouldn't care. They'd be like... I don't know if they oh, wouldn't I, care. I, I, it's I, the Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana thing. You know, she was known for being Hannah Montana and then all of a sudden she got off the show and was like pole dancing on a thing. People were like, <laughs> how dare you? Yeah, it's but, like, but oh, Disney okay, wouldn't, but, but Disney didn't like... I don't know. She did it after she was done with the series. I feel like this happened many times back in the 90s. Like it happened to Melissa Joan Hart at one point where she did Maxim or something. It happened to oh, Daniel yeah. Fischel. She did Maxim. Right. And then, you know. So and, interesting. Yeah. And, and you know, was doing even, but it's like that didn't happen that long ago. You know, Danielle, I think, did Maxim and um, she was doing uh, Girl Meets World. Girl Meets World. 
and I think Disney got super mad about it. But, but they it's didn't like, fire. No, but I think there was a lot of you know. She did something with slapping. Ben just recently on their new show. Was that was that what was the name of Ben's yeah. new show? Yeah, her? girl. Oh no, girl meets world. no girl meets world. It was a spinoff on the Disney oh, right, Channel right. of Boy Meets World. Right, and they have it's 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 Ben and Ben and her, her and they have, have kids. A, they have a daughter. daughter. That was the one that was yeah. just that just came out not too long ago. It Correct, right. just ended. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, so then you become a series regular. So what's Jesse say about that? Did she go on to Tufts? She went on to Tufts. Okay. Yeah. Um, what did she have to say about it? Like, was she pissed that you went back? You know, my brain's kind of cloudy from back then, but I don't think so because I think that it was just a lot of money. You know what I mean? Right. And we were like, well, we're going to like, I'll see you all the time. We'll fly back this and that. And you know, it won't be over in too long and I'll have a whole shit ton of money in my pocket, you know? Right. We so you run. were still dating. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, uh, let's get, yeah, let's get to the foggy part. Cause that's, yeah. <laughs> that's where things start going awry. Yeah. So while you're and listen, we're just going to go there, Adam. Adam's not shy about his life, and which is great because it, it, we all lived one. Yeah. Well, we all not, lived one. not like, gone not like this, too. and he seems. Yeah, you know, I don't know what to tell you, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so wait, the fogginess. When did that start? When we say foggy, you start you start getting into the Hollywood scene. Yeah, look, I always tell people, you know, when I was growing up and working, and I started working in the early eighties and you know, your idols back then. And then, you know, the late eighties, early nineties were Sean Penn, Johnny Depp, you know, these guys were trashing hotel rooms, like doing drugs. And it was like, that was like, if you were an actor, that was the, and, and then you kept to yourself and you were mysterious and all this shit. And so everyone is an actor back then. Cause you have so many different personalities, but everyone kind of like did their own thing in that way. You know what I mean? Like that's why actors, you know, who knows, but you don't know who the person really is. Cause everyone is also the nineties were a very interesting time in Hollywood because, because there was no social media, because there wasn't that whole, like the Facebook, or whatever, it was tight knit. It was very tight knit. Everyone knew each other. Joseph, some, um, you know, right. Everyone uh, went to the same yeah, bars, yeah. same time, same nights, opium den and Dublin's blah, blah, on Monday Dublin's night. Dublin's on Monday night. Yeah. And, and so yeah. every, so, do and yeah. And, nine, yeah. and if you got a table, if you knew someone had a table, it was the thing walking the velvet rope, not having to wait in line while the regulars wait and they don't even get to go upstairs or they don't get to right. go in this certain area. It was the thing. We lived a certain and, – and people got either got caught up in it. Like for me, it was just alcohol, right? Yeah. That's all I did. Yeah. Back, I never did any drugs back then or whatever, but I was older. I was in my 20s. Yeah. Um, you were on a show. You had the cash flow, and it was an escape. I always said, listen, you want a reality show? Take a kid from a town of 1,100 people. Right, who used to get driven into the city or take Metro North, and I would book roles, but I still lived in this small little Italian farming town. I thought everyone was Italian as a kid. Everyone had a vowel at the end of the last name. You're like, <laughs> you're like from like, you know, some foreign land here in LA. But, um, and then, you know, sh- shoot him into LA and give him the lifestyle, the, the money, no supervision. I mean, the only people out here that, you know, were Lynn and Tom. Right. You know? And so. That's Alyssa's parents. That's family friends. Family friends. So, I mean, it's like, you have no, nothing holding you back. Do whatever you want at any time. Just go buy fucking, you know, model airplanes for like 600 bucks and crash them. Do you remember the first time you did drugs? 
Yeah, yeah. I remember, I, actually, the first time I ever got high, I remember I got high with a buddy of mine when I was, I think, about 12 years old. And I got so whacked out that my mom picked me up and I had to go to math tutoring because I was trying to get into a good boarding school. And I was in the car and my mom pulls in the driveway and she goes, Adam, will you bring the garbage pails in? And I go, kick donuts down the street? She goes, what? And I was like, oh shit, I got to go upstairs. And I fell asleep with my hands on the toilet thinking I was going to puke. That was the first time I got stoned. But the That's, first time That was from marijuana. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I drank early, you know, like 10, 11 years old. And d- didn't really like that. But the first time I did hard drugs was probably 16 at boarding school. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like that's where actually a lot of the hard drugs start. Yeah. Well, because the kids, the kids in boarding school with money, they're the ones that start the quickest. But yeah, you're working 14 hour days too. And how are you functioning if you're like doing. Oh, bro. I mean, it was like, (laughs) I mean, when I was on set. Yeah. I mean, I had this one guy that he was on the list of people that would just get let in. You could give security. You know what I mean? Right. But. There was on a list and he was my drug dealer. So I'd hit him up and I'd be like, dude, you got to get the set. Like I'm fucking jaws jamming. Like you need to get here by like 10. You got to get here quickly. And then shoot him in. I'd come in and he'd be in my trailer and you know, this and that. So you would do it on set. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Just to like get through the day. Yeah. 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 And yeah. when yeah, I did, I mean, I was sober maybe like 20% of that show. Maybe. Seriously. Oh yeah. Maybe. How many seasons I'm did you do? Generous. Uh, I did like 50 episodes. So, you know, kind of two twenty dip out here and there. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my but I mean, God. That, I mean, that's the thing. Like you're doing drugs. You're not thinking clearly, like right. looking back on it now. And you're like, that's insane. Like the way I was behaving was just that that's, you know, ridiculous. I would never do that now at 37 years old. But- well, we'll get to that <laughs> later, but okay. <laughs> no, but work wise, like everything now, like work is no, work. Of course. You know what I mean, like when I'm left to my own devices, okay. You know, but. So wait, so then I was working and doing it. So when did it start catching up with you while you were working? Uh, I mean, probably in like, well, when after Jesse and I broke up and then I was single, that's when it got worse. And when was that? What year was that on the show for you? Oh, one. Okay. Yeah. And you played, just remind the fans, you you played what character? uh, Robbie Palmer. Such a Robbie Palmer. <laughs> sure, he's like not a like Sherman or a name. Foster. No, he's Robbie. <laughs> um, and did the producer? How did the like? Obviously, people are starting to know that something's not right. Well, no, this is the weirdest thing, man. I kind of pat myself on the back for this. <laughs> the people, the people on set thought that I was an alcoholic. Like I had a, maybe had a problem with alcohol because I'd be on set and be really like jovial because i wasn't doing drugs that would make make me upset <laughs> you know what i mean so as long as i was high i was in a great mood but you wouldn't smell like booze right so that's why i'm like what are these people talking about right you know but they really didn't have much of an idea you know i you know i also think back then like drug i mean you did hardcore drugs you weren't doing like yeah no no i was you were like, i was ripping it yeah. you were yeah you're yeah, ripping so, it. and i think back then also it was sort of People were naive to naive what was to happening. what was really happening. Like now, you talk about like it's mainstream. Yeah, back then it was taboo. Yeah, it was taboo. Then now it's like, oh, cocaine. Oh yeah, that happens all the time. Or well, you see memes or, and you, you know, see shit like that, and like everything yeah. has become become more desensitized because there's so much more content being thrown at you. It's true. It's so crazy. What was your? Can I ask you? Yeah. What was your your drug of choice back then? Tell I mean, the you truth. were doing lots of things. I mean, always pot. 
that was always primary. Oh, well, um, now it's legal. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, <laughs> it, I mean, it's 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 a medicine. You know, I mean, you can abuse it, and it's not it's no, a drug. But, but no, but back then you didn't know what you were getting. Like people were lacing shit. It was like yeah, you didn't know. You really didn't know. Back what you were in getting. New Haven, they used to have this stuff. They have a big problem with this. Uh, this summer, they had like literally like 60, 70 people in one day. It made national news. Like on that shit K two, and they were when they went down, people thought oh. they were having heart attacks and they were oh, dying. Yeah. All this shit. But yeah, we used to get stuff in New Haven called Illy. It was uh, weed dipped in formaldehyde, and Ooh, you smoked God. it. You used to go blind, and you oh, just, Jesus. you'd just be like, "Oh shit, yep, that wasn't real pop. I'm going blind. Need to lay down." Oh my God! Shut it down. So so natural for him to talk about. It's like crazy. Rob looks horrified. As it's going on, you're like, "This is really happening." Was there a moment you ended up going to rehab? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. During the show, opiates, opiates, my drug of choice. Opiates, opiates. Does that mean pills? Yes. Yes. Like oxy things like that. Okay. Exactly. Um, it obviously caught up with you. Decided to go to rehab. Well, no poppies, Christine. I ground poppies. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, they made me go. I was. I didn't want. Who to go. did? They made me go. The show. The show. So they yeah. ended up finding out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I they have the like a test. trailer confrontation where they like Adam? We need to have a talk. Did Brenda uh, Hampton come in and was she like? The thing I got to say is Brenda honestly was, and I feel bad about this. And I wrote her a letter after I left the show. I don't know if she ever got it, but. She was so good to me, and she, like, when I came on the show, treated me with, you know, open arms, and she was great to me, and I, I, I fucked her over. And she knows that. Um, I always said if they ever did a reunion, that would be, like, the one character that they probably wouldn't ask back. But she really liked me, and I really liked her. Sorry, I forgot what the original question was. Oh, 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 how I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think they've, they've, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But they didn't fire you. No. That's the crazy part. They almost, no, no. They gave me like, no, dude. They gave me like, they, they three or four times. Chances they, to they, say, hey, yeah. go clean oh, yourself yeah. up. Yeah, I kept and- going back and back to rehab. They kept giving me a, another chance, a second chance, a third chance. It was like a fucking cat. Was that a spelling thing? Brenda. Brenda did it. Mm-hmm. And you were still working on the show or they would give you sort of a leave of absence yeah. to go to rehab? Yeah. I went days. back to re- I went to rehab here a couple times. I even they sent me back home uh, into rehab, and I got thrown at everyone I went to because you, you were. I was the second person to jump promises after Robert Downey. Remember when Downey jumped the fences and fell asleep in that house down the street? Oh, oh my god! I was did... the second person. Yeah, they're like, "Don't do it! Don't do it! I'll be right back." I only got to jump over the fence. And where'd you go? You want the story? Yes. All right, it's really good. No, this is worst ever for nothing. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll give you the story. I was in rehab, spent 30 days, got out. Day out, crashed my car, going to set on the 405. I call up the Beverly Hills Hotel. I make a, I say, listen, I want a room. I'm going to get a huge bag of blow. I'm going to have girls. I'm going to blow it out. I'm, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to work. I called Lynn. Lynn goes, we're having a car come pick you up. The car is staying there. We'll get it fixed. Relax. I've been in rehab for 30 days. I got out and I crashed my car. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm destined to just be a fuck up or, you know, got a dark cloud over me. So I wound up, you know, doing, working that night. And uh, about maybe a week and a half later, I started getting fucked up again. And we were filming in uh, Hancock Park at this big house on the street. And we had all of our, you know, you know, the tent city or whatever the hell it's called uh, in the middle of the street. And, uh, I was fall, I was asleep at like three in the afternoon, just like, you know, 
just whacked out of my mind. And uh, they said, well, you know, come in tomorrow to the E building or spelling, whatever it was in Santa Monica. And they said, you know, and, and we want you to piss test. And I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pass that. So let's just, you know, let's just cut to the chase here. You got to go into rehab again. I said, okay. So I went in on a Friday and I had to wire them $60,000. So the first rehab, God rest his soul, Aaron Spelling paid for. That was 30 grand. But I had to go in again. So it was 60 grand. It was to keep your job. So I said, shit, I got to pay it, pay it out of my pocket. So I wired them 60 grand on a Friday. And then on Sunday night, my buddy, and I'm going to say it because I love him, but I haven't seen him or talked to him in a while. But Chris Brosnan, who's Pierce Brosnan's son, we had met in rehab, became really good friends and hung out and shit. And we had become close. And I called him up and I'm like, listen, you need to throw a bag. You need, you need to bring like a bag of dope up here and just, you know, and I don't know why it was, I mean, my this brain is at the hotel. Been, no, this is in rehab. You're going to have him deliver at the rehab yeah, at promises way up big rock. Okay. Go in ahead. Malibu. So he's like, no, no, no. I, you know, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I said, listen, bro. I go, I would do it for you. If you ask me, oh I know it's God, fucked up, Adam. but you got to do this for me, please. And so he says, okay. So I'll be there at 1030, you know, whatever it was. And we used to have curfew at 11. So you could stay up, but like, you know, you had to be like settled in at 11 o'clock. So 1030, he's got his vintage Mustang and he's fucking ripping up big rock. And I hear his car turn around. I'm looking at my fucking watch and I go out to the fucking where the fence is. And I'm like, he's going to get out of his car. He's going to, you know, he's going to hand it to me or, you know, not hand it to me because they would have seen that. And they have texts. So they have these guys that are around the clock, you know, and these are like burly black dudes, mad cool, but like, you know, they'll fucking grab you by the, your collar if you fuck around. Right. And so they could see and they were looking, you know, and I'm playing basketball at the end of the driveway, right? But I'm only playing basketball because I'm waiting for the drugs to come, you know, and I'm, right. I'm like shooting You're stalling. Stalling, exactly. So he comes ripping around. I see his car. I'm like, sweet. And he launches it from from the driver's seat, like left-handed over the car in like a pack of Marlboro Lights, like black tar heroin, which isn't very heavy. You know what I mean? So it like hits his roof and like dribbles down in the middle of the street, oh which God. is right outside the fence, but there's a big ass fence and a big ass gate. So I'm looking at it. I'm going like, yo, I'm going to get that. I'm not leaving it there. Like, you know, I, you know, this is a half ass plan with two fucking idiot drug addicts trying to put this together. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to throw the ball over and then I'm going to jump over the fence and then pretend I'm going to get the ball and I'll grab it. So I grabbed the basketball, throw it over the fence and I yelled on the driveway, I go, boys, I go, I'm just going over the, going over the fence and I'm going to go grab the, the basketball. And they immediately know something is up, right? right? Like they know, maybe they saw me throw the ball. I don't know. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm climbing up the fence like this. I'm Spider-Man and over. I'm jumping down. I'm like, oh, no, no, I'll be right back. I'll be right there. Let me get the basketball. Let me get the basketball. Grab the cigarettes, you know, got the basketball, came back over. And then just like a whole, like, it was so like a warmth came over me. I'm like, oh. I get some relief tonight. But the fucked up thing was, is that they saw me on a Friday and they just like sat me down and they gave me like melatonin. I'm coming down off major fucking drugs. Give me melatonin. Nowadays they do it totally differently. So wait a minute. You got the drugs? Like got the drugs. So I, go into the, so I go into the main house and I go into the, so for the first, every time you're in there, you got to like spend the first week, like in the main house where like all the action goes on, where the doctors are, the psychiatrists are all of the, you know, technicians and everyone like that's like their hub their hub and then when you behave yourself then you go to the house in the back and then you go to this place on cool oak that we used to call cruel jokes it's this beautiful house <laughs> and you're in fucking rehab and it's called cool oak but you're you're in a it's cruel like a, joke because <laughs> you got to go to fucking you know wait it's like a sober house a every day yeah 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 just down the street i mean you're on you're under lock and key right you know um 
So anyway, so uh, yeah, so so he, he he threw it over. I got it, and I go into the shower in there, and I'm just taking a shower, you know, right before bed. And I'm in there, and I got my tinfoil, and I'm smoking heroin, and you know, all of a sudden I hear the door open up, and so I have a lighter and you know tinfoil, and so I immediately ball up the tinfoil, and I go. <sighs> and now I'm holding the dope in my lungs, and this technician walks in, and he's super cool, but he's sharp, you know, this dude from like South Central back in the day, and he's like, "You good?" And I was like, yeah, man, I'm good. He's like, cool, all right. And he leaves. I'm like, now I'm whacked out. Go into my room that night, Sunday night, and had a little CD player, like this alarm clock from Sharper Image thing. It had Mm -hmm. a CD player, and it was kind of thick, and it had, like, you know, where batteries you could put, and there was a thing. I unscrewed it, took out the little panel, circuit panel under that, put the heroin in there, you you know, screwed it back up, put it down. The next day, I go to work, right? On Seventh Heaven. Now they they send a. Uh, I had to pay five hundred bucks. I got this guy who was I don't know what you want to call him. A handler, sober coach. Sober coach. Yeah, whatever. He worked for the he worked for the rehab, and uh, he was there to watch me. And I could get a clonopin like every four hours. They give me like a milligram clonopin, which now knowing what I know is like, come on. You know, you're just taking someone who's on drugs and just whacking them out in a different way. Right. Yeah. So needless to say, I wasn't thinking clearly. So you were working working at the same time that you were in the rehab. Well, yeah, yeah. Actually, though, that Monday, um, that Monday, they they found uh, they found the heroin at the rehab and they threw me out. So I spent 60 grand for nothing. (gasps) Uh. They gave me a credit. I still have one. Thirty eight, nine, thirty eight grand, almost 40 G's in credit up at Promises. So. I got it's too bad I can't transfer. Well, I got no, I, like, I got a couple <laughs> friends that could use it. <laughs> so, yeah, right. Yeah. So wait, so you have a wait. So then, did you go to another rehab after that? Yeah. Or? So then they sent me back to Connecticut, and I went to this place called Silver Hill, which is where like Mariah Carey went and Billy Joel, and you know it was another one of these you know places, and I got thrown out of there. What'd you do? I, I had I got oxycotton, and like I fell asleep at a meeting and sold them to like a couple of kids that were there. But the thing is, you become friends with people, and you're all drug addicts. So it's like right. you know, you're not like trying to fuck up someone's life, but someone's like, "Listen, man, I can't wait to get out of here. I got my, I got these dreams, these aspirations, but they're drug addicts. They're crazy. You're fucked up. You're nuts too. You have something in common. So you're not like trying to ruin anyone's life, but you're all in the same lane. Yeah. So when does it start changing? In my mid twenties, I went to school, and then actually, I actually I remember my dad found a guy his name was rich francis and he actually ran silver hill and this guy is like one of the biggest drug guys in the world and i remember it was like i think it was like maybe like that's so stupid just spending so much money but i remember it was like 500 bucks for like a 30 minute session this guy was like you know midtown something like that like park in 36 and so i went in and he drew a line and he was like so this is where you're at right now and he goes and this is dying this is death and it was like within inches of each other. So he's like, you think you're doing all right, but you know, I overdosed once and you know, then you're like, Oh boy, I got to get this together. So. Wow. You just think you're going to live forever, you know? Sure. You don't think wow. about dying when you're 22. So then Which is why it's so sad. Like these kids like Mac Miller and stuff, you know, they don't plan on dying. I don't think, you know, no, they're just going the, through some shit and they're yeah. partying. They got a lot of money and you know, yeah. What, um, so you finished seventh heaven. Are you still s- struggling with 
the addiction or you like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. I went back to, to New York. I moved into a, to a beautiful one bedroom in, uh, Gramercy. Mm -hmm. Ethan Hawke was lived upstairs with Uma Thurman. Uh, it was, it was dope, but yeah, I just continued to, I went to Lee Strasberg. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go be an actor. I want to, you know, learn my craft and Strasberg sucked. (laughs) <laughs> Stanislavski um, do, so did you um, continue to work yeah yeah like here and there yeah I mean there was a well I went back to school I went back to uh, college I went to a place called Fairfield University and I enrolled there but you know that was sporadic to say the least wasn't clearly there either. Yeah, it was a roller coaster until about twenty five. But not only that, but you're on a show with a lot of kids. Yeah. Like it's a lot of kids. And it's about Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, <laughs> like, yeah. you know. So they like, tried to stay non denominational. Right. Well, whatever. Right. He's a, spiritual. He, it's a yeah. spiritual, spiritual show, right? right. And right. it's like, you know, and here's this guy who's like the anti anything. And you are doing like it's almost like you're like going fuck you to like you're like pushing your limits into well, like look, going- this is the thing to be honest with you like i didn't like look it all stems back from why i shouldn't have done the show in the first place it wasn't something if it wasn't for jesse it's not something that i would it's not something that i wasn't your bag no it wasn't my bag right and up until that point, like I'd always act like I'd always worked and I worked since nine and I didn't have that desire to be famous or that desire to be rich. I, 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 I had like when I became well known, I did a movie milk money when I was 13 or I was right. 12. Right. And that came out when I was 13 and like I was ostracized in my school, like kids, I didn't like start getting laid, you know, in right. eighth grade. Cause I was on a, it was in a movie. I would play hockey and you know, I would line up for a face off and kids would, you know, call me like, you know, I'm not going to say the words, but they were like, you this and that, like you're an actor. What a fucking, you know, blah, right. blah, blah. and you're also in the Northeast. Right. Right. In a very, like Char- it's a, yeah. everything charged right. racially, right. sexually, you know, people are fucking shot. So it wasn't necessarily a good thing being an actor when I was that age. So, you know, I wasn't looking for that, you know. And so in retrospect, I shouldn't have done it. And, you know, once I did it, I didn't like the fact that people thought that they knew me for that character. You know, they would meet me or they would see me and they think that you're that character. So in a way, combined with my just genetics, wanted to get as far away from that as possible. So when you saw me, I was going to be lit up. And people would be like, man, that's the kid from fucking 7th Heaven, you know. Yeah. Oh wow. So you had like almost like a split personality, like a complex because of it in a way. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Well, that's why people want to get off shows so badly, right? They're on the TV show for seven years. Every day they got to cut their hair the same way. They got to keep their face hair the same way. The clothes are picked for them, and they just get sick of it. And they got a bunch of money, and they're like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. And then they Fuck stop off. doing it, and, and then, then a they couple realize, years later, they are yeah. having to memorize lines for free yes. and go out and sling hash and try to get another yes. job, and they're like. Oh fuck! What have I done? And Welcome come on, worst ever podcast. Yes, right, exactly. Yeah. And this is where you wind up. <laughs> you know what? We've had some. We've had some celebs here, like you wouldn't believe. But listen to me, Adam. You're still working as an actor, right? You're just not doing it as much because you're concentrating on school now, right? You're finally doing like right. Finally, oh, we're talking about nowadays, right now. Yes, yes, you're yes, finally yes, like yes. But it 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 was a, obviously it was this path like it was you've been up and down and up and down and up and down yeah right but you still do the acting right yeah yeah 
Yeah. Well, you're on a show now. You've been recurring on. I did a show called Power. Right. Um, that came out not too long ago. What network is that? Uh, stars. Right. No. Yeah. yeah. Stars. 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 Um, yeah, I did that, but it's just like, you know what you, you work and there's commercials that you do and you know, for what you're going out for, you're doing well, but you're just, you know, you can't make a consistent living all the time, you know? Yeah. That's the problem. It's different now it's than it was. It, yeah. It's very different than it was back then. I remember when I was a kid, my agent came to me, I was maybe 14 years old. My agent came to me and said, listen, do you want to be a TV actor or do you want to be a movie actor? Right. And I said, what do you mean? Well, you got to pick one or the other because you can't do both. Yeah, back then, yeah. It was George Clooney that did like the first, you know, he was a movie star and a, and, and a TV Facts guy. Facts of Life. You know, I mean, you didn't do that. Well, ER, and then he ER. became a big movie star. And Facts of Life. Uh, yes, and Facts of Life. <laughs> With this flowing mullet. <laughs> yeah, And then no. out of sight. Like, that was the uh, thing that yo, changed it. No, yo, I, listen, I had a, I was doing that. great in the commercial right, industry when because they weren't using celebrities for commercials. Celebrities or star, people on television d didn't do commercials. They didn't do ads unless it was a huge campaign. In Japan. And, and right. they were in Japan or in France or whatever, right? And then all of a sudden, they're like, now they're doing all these commercials. And, like, people like us were like, what the fuck? You know, like, we can't get a fucking commercial well, job. And also... Now, uh, I think because of the fact that everything is DVR'd, um, you know, people are just running through the commercials so fast that they're not putting the money into them. By the way, Good. I don't know, like I watched something on demand the other night, so I had to watch the commercials. Right. Usually I never, I don't watch any of them. And I had to watch them. I, I swear to God, probably seven out of 10, there were 10 commercials, FYI, and seven out of 10 were the worst things I've ever seen. They were definitely non-union. They were like low rent. Like it was weird. I felt like I was watching like cable access again. Well, commercials now aren't the same because unless it's a Super Bowl ad or right. something like that, they're no, not. No, they don't put the money in. No. My friend, you remember, uh, you know, Larry Poindexter? Yeah. Um, so he did a commercial that ran for a while for some weird cosentics or, you know, some, some drug, right? For your heart or whatever. And he plays like a fireman, fire chief. Mm -hmm. Shot for shot. I see it the other day. Remade. Shot for shot. With a totally different actor. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, they've, I've seen that before. Oh my God, wait, that was Larry. Yeah, yeah. Probably, and why would they do that? I, I'm assuming it's because he's a SAG actor and they would have had to re-up the contract. Right. And when they re-up it two or three times and they have to pay you a lot of money, right. right? And it's cheaper just to go in and reshoot it? Or unless it's a buyout. Unless they shot, unless they used the same set and just did a couple versions of it and with different actors. Oh, maybe. If you can figure out how you're getting paid in a commercial, you should get like work for NASA or like yeah, Raytheon or something. You know? Well, I never it's trust, a, a I never, tr I never trusted the residuals. I was like, I don't understand how they know like how much it's, but they pre-purchase. They have that thing. I spot TV that you can go on. Cause I've, that's how I've made most of my money in the, in the last three, four years is on commercials, which is ridiculous. Cause you work like what? Like 48 minutes. Right. No, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I made a lot of money off commercials, a lot, and not as much anymore. No, it's now I barely there. go out for commercials. Well, you're missing two teeth. No, one. Okay. By the way, which you can, <laughs> which, which you can donate to. Um, GoFundMe. GoFundMe.com backslash Alas New Grill. A L A A S N E W G R I L L. By the time this airs, I will have my. Yeah, fixed. but they can still donate because you're still going to need a new grill. Well, no, I want, yeah, I want, I want the implant. I didn't oh know that God. we could talk about that. Oh, yeah, we've I've talked, already talked about, about it. it. I'm oh. promoting my fucking okay. uh, GoFundMe. Are you kidding? You know what? Do I, a gold, do, 
No gold. Little yeah, girl. I was gonna say by the time like people started do, start donating, di- I thought about the diamonds. You could get. What if you could? What if someone's just like a, no. get a big benefactor? Oh, a whole diamond tooth. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like that. You could really <laughs> show up, your brother. <laughs> All right. So wait, you're not completely sober. I mean, you still like you've went you, now. Totally. You don't do in life. You don't yeah. like you're no. not you're not doing hard drugs. No. But you're you're not doing like. No, I I you know. You still drink alcohol. Normal. Normal stuff. Like I can go out to a bar with you. Yeah, of course. There's some there's some drug yeah, addicts. Yeah. You don't mind if I call you a drug addict. There's some drug <laughs> addicts. Well, I think it depends I don't know. I mean, I'm not in the world, but I if what I from what I understand, I think it depends on what your vice is. If you were somebody that you know, drank a little bit and it was fine. But then the drinking led to something else. And then all of a sudden it was like, let's party. Yeah. Some people it's like that. Some people it's not. Some people it's like, no, my thing was this well, and that's where I got in trouble. And that's where I know I can never go again. Well, this yeah? guy, this guy, first of all, he's, I'm going to say he's girl crazy. Like he's like, he's never like, I, I mean, honestly, do you ever think that you're going to be in a relationship, like a long lasting, like get married, have kids kind of thing? Yeah. I you, would like you do, to think honestly? so. Yeah. I would like to think so, but you know, it has but your history is, way. yeah. Yeah. It's not great. No. <laughs> I mean, when no. was your last relationship? Oh, Maria. <laughs> well, there was a girl I was dating this summer as well in Connecticut. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's you don't no have to say her name. Hopefully they'll never hear this ever. No, she won't until we post it. Um, <laughs> but wait, so you had a summer fling? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like Greece, summer loving? Um, Happened so fast? <laughs> kind of, kind of, yeah. Had me a yeah, I mean, like, no, like here, here's you know, my it, next question. This is when it's going to start getting tricky with Adam because uh, okay. now, now he's going to be interrogated. Age? The girl this summer? Yeah. 24. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. That's real good. Uh, didn't work out because is this someone that you thought maybe you'd have a long, long term relationship with? I mean, you know, I go into everything in the very beginning thinking that that could be the case. Maybe that's part of the charm, you know, because I do kind of like give everything. But then you quickly or I quickly, you know, found out that we are way too different people, because you which is kind of like the attraction. But you jump into relationships, too. Um, I mean, my friends always say, and people that know me that I don't like to be alone. So I always said like, you know, if I'm with a girl, like she's also going to be like that, I'm going to be with her all the time. She'd be like my best friend. So it's nice to, you know, be around someone. <laughs> Look at your face. Well, cause he's like, he, I mean, he's, he's out of his, he, he's like, if you, if <laughs> Adam picked me up from the um, Metro station. Right. Cause he couldn't lose your parking space. I got it. Well, I, I live in K-Town. Got it. Um, K-Town. And the car ride to your house, Christine, okay. was literally him going, look at that girl. Now, she didn't like, and like, and like going like, she'd be hot. No, if this blah, blah, girl blah. was about to cut me off. And yeah. She was good. I'm like, right, yeah, he's, she's about to cut him off. And he's like, oh, she's hot. Never mind. That's okay. Eating, like, I mean, that's the, the whole ride was eating that. mashed potatoes. Like, he's like, all right, can we talk a little about New Orleans? Yeah. Great. Whoa. Hold it right there. Hey, this is Rob, your producer. We're going to have to take a break in this episode. Thanks for joining us for part one. Make sure to tune in as part two with Adam Lavornia gets even crazier. Follow us at Worst Ever Podcast and Worst Ever PC. Write to us at worsteverpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on social at Yo Lakin, Alec Led, definitely don't ask, and para.jpg. 
Thanks so much for tuning in. 